Lord. Hey, uh, welcome to the patio. We are uh, three on the patio tonight. Uh, Gary was sick the other night. He had plans for Christmas as we record tonight for this drop on Thursday, uh, December the 16th. Hopefully you guys listened in to Fortenberry a couple days ago or two days. Yeah, a couple days ago when uh, he, he gave a uh, drop uh, about the mic leech. So all our thoughts go out to him. But uh, stick around. We think you'll enjoy this one, even if we are just a little bit light today. <laughs> we ain't never been light, Terry. Never. <laughs> Rob a bank when I was 10, no, I didn't see the wrong kind of wish that I was in. I grew up, thought I was living in my head, figured the life that I was living, I'd be better off dead. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Marty Ray if he actually saw a man rob a bank when he was 10. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I need to know, like, I feel like I need to know this story if there is one. If you have a beard as beautiful as his, then, uh, yeah, I would say it's highly likely that uh, that you may have either robbed a bank or seen a man rob a bank he at that a beard, age. Though. Yeah. That's all I got to do to get a beard. That's it, <laughs> So, uh, as I mentioned in the intro, we're a little light tonight, but let's start over here with uh, the man in studio with me. Fortenberry, how's it going this week? How are you, sir? Man, uh, work is hectic. Uh, they're, uh, they're killing me over there, but that's all right. That's what I get paid for. Um, other than that, just get ready for Christmas. You know, Santa's getting ready to make his rounds, and we're jumping through hoops and you know, else. So is Santa Claus coming to Fortenberry Nation then? He uh, is coming to Fortenberry Nation. I'll be glad when he gets here so these elves can leave because uh, these elves keep tearing my house up every morning. I have my, my my family has outgrown the elves. Well, we are elves strong. Uh, DW, you are taking care of a house full of sick people. How are you yeah. this evening from remote? He's from a remote site to be undisclosed remote site. Uh, undisclosed bunker tired and i was kind of looking forward to getting out of the house for a second but that didn't seem like a very good idea since i've been around six sick people yeah it actually uh <coughs> thank you to uh, dw's wife for being smarter than the rest of us by suggesting that he stay home but uh the monkey shoulder or the buffalo trace would have probably helped but you know covid lives here COVID does live here. There is a sticker on my outside refrigerator that COVID does, in fact, live here at uh, the patio. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot of news again this week. Um, I tell you one of the late breaking news articles from today, and this one's a good one, guys. Uh, have you heard about what's going on with AOC? One of our, she's one of our favorites, right? In yeah, Congress. Googly eyes, boy, they sexy. Well, her old googly eyes may be in tears. Uh, I don't know. She's our favorite, but I think we're in agreement that we we like we like her face. And and she gives us a lot to talk about. So AOC is, has moved into the uh, production realm. She has uh, created a climate change documentary that released last weekend. To uh, let me see how many uh, theaters that this thing released to here. Um, it What's got. It what is it called? This is Google, Googly I Goes to Washington. Oh, it's titled To the End. So so what is the climate change? What, what is she claiming? Do so know? the documentary showcased the life and work of four young women and their attempt to pass significant legislation to address the earth's changing climate. So 
What is the climate change? What are we scared of now? It's heating up, Jamie. Uh, so you remember in I, a hole in the ozone layer? Well, I think that healed itself. Yeah, you know, Donnie might be just oh. young enough to not remember this because, you know, there's only a three, year, three or four year difference between me and Donnie. And, but it's, you know, sometimes that's significant when you're trying to remember stuff. I vividly remember we were going to have a second ice age. Yeah, we, that, we, when we, I was a child, we were uh, we were cooling. Global freezing or, well, it was cooling. It was cooling. Yeah, but at that time, everything was based on the ozone layer, right? Well, no, the ozone layer is what keeps us uh, from burning up. Talking about the hole. They were talking about the hole. Oh, yeah, the, the hole was going to melt the ice of Antarctica and raise sea levels. Yeah, that's what we're See, well, but the hole's been repaired. They, they fix. That's the problem with uh, with global, whatever they want to call it. It it continuously changes. They can't ever agree on either. Every thirty years, it's something else. Wreck it, Ralph. Repaired the hole in the ozone. Now we're worried about something else. I guess it's still just the CO two oh. in the atmosphere. Uh, fix it, Felix. Fix it, Felix. Well, that's Felix. it. Wreck it, Ralph. CO two is the Wreck it, Ralph of the climate change. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I think we need a character. We need to do a caricature of uh, the Wreck it, Ralph of Donald Trump. Could be Wreck it, Ralph. And AOC could be fix it, Felix. That probably gets some some leverage. You guys will be surprised by this next statement. The professional critics lauded the work, gifting it an eighty eight percent fresh critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. I have no doubt. And that eighty eight percent score matched how much it raked in at the theater at eighty dollars per theater. I had, I had tens of fans, didn't it? I, I, I don't know. You know what? It, it, <laughs> it might have done better than a WNBA. Okay, so it debuted at 120 locations and brought in you know less how, than a $10,000. You know how easy it is to spend $80 in a movie theater? <laughs> then three people go. It's a right theater. Three people. Yeah, that's probably three per. Yeah, because I mean, by the time you – Two of you are you buy a ticket is what fifteen bucks. Yeah, by the time you get taxes and all that, you're at least sixty bucks for three people. And then go get some popcorn and and if you go to the big one over here that they sell alcohol at, I mean it ain't nothing drop off a load of it. Hey, we should go see this. Drop a load of Let's theater. go do it. Look, they only beat the four of us in a theater. And we can have someone video us like uh the uh, Mystery Theater three thousand. I I refuse to go sit in a movie theater. If Violent Night is playing, and I'm watching that. Oh, Violent Night looks really good. Uh, Donnie, have you seen Violent Night? Yeah. Uh, we need to make a, a Listen, plan to go see that yes, maybe. Uh, we get off break. here, Google Violent Night, and watch the um, the trailer. Look, the premise is absolutely dumb, but the movie looks really good. It would be one of those fun movies that you go to. Just yeah, Basically, uh, like, what is it? People robbing around. a house, and Santa Claus comes in yeah. and kills everybody? Well, he, he comes in, he comes to the rescue. And yeah. like most Santas these days, he has a drinking problem. And then, <laughs> the fact he has to save the people leads him to reconcile these issues. But yeah, I think Violent Night would be good. I wonder what the Rotten Tomato score is for that. Look, I expect the audience score to be through the roof. I expect the critic uh, score to be low. Yeah, you're not too far off. So uh, the rating was 2.5 out of 4. Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes says. Is that what I meant? Yeah. 
Avatar got 83%. Jurassic Punk. I don't even know what that is. Jurassic Punk? Got 100 years. I hadn't even heard of that. It's in theaters now. So, Violent Night, the tomato meter gave it 72, and the audience gave it an 88. So, according to... to That's actually good for the... Uh, yeah, pretty good. Because normally, the stuff we like as an audience, critics don't like. Critics consider, to the end, a better watch than Violent Night. Avatar, The Way of Water, only got an 83 what does that tell you about the critics? What does that tell you about the critics? Well, I don't care about saying Avatar, Whale Water. I'll, I'll probably watch I mean, it. I'll see it eventually, but. Not something I'm going to go to the movie theater to like watch, but it, uh, the first Avatar was good. What's the last movie you wouldn't watch the movie theater? Um, was it Ghostbusters? We wouldn't watch uh, Ghostbusters. Where the, it has The Rock and the old dude, Spider-Man dude. Um, and they go try to find the treasure. Oh, that's a that's a new movie. Um, it hadn't been that long ago. I was gonna say that's like a month ago. Rock and the treasure. Yeah, no, it's old. You talking about the new um, Spider Man guy? I think. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Tom. Tom Hardy. Yeah, not Tom Hardy. Tom. uh, Tom Clancy. It ain't Tom Hardy. I, I think we watched the Metaverse one, or the one the, the uh, Doctor that? Strange into the. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That was Actually, pretty good. I like that movie. That was a good movie. And the Spider Man movie was good too. Uh, last yeah. one, me, me and Charlie watched uh, Elvis Presley. Hmm. I, it? I liked it. Yeah, was it good? Yep. Tom Hanks is a pedophile, but you know, other than that, yeah. I remember, uh, and Donnie will, was there with us. Uh, you remember going to watch the third Matrix? At the movie theater, like midnight showing, Donnie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, dude, that was a big deal. Do you know? Um, the Peabody, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was Peabody. I love that theater. It was so centrally located. Yeah. It was huge. It was great. <clears throat> it was great. There was other. There was a lot of other stuff in there um, at the time, too. Yeah. All right. Let's Donnie's always getting trouble with his head on backwards. Oh, really? They didn't like that? Every time. I guess I didn't like that. They don't want me looking too fly. Well, you are a white guy. All right. Oh, let's talk about what we, we, we talk about on Thursdays. Mm. Let's talk about What the, amendment are we on? We're on the 11th amendment. The fight the 11th. And we're getting in the ones that people just don't know. By people, I mean me. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any idea what the 11th amendment even talks about? I, I, could, I could even venture a good guess. Pretty short. The judicial power of the United States shall not be construed to extend to any suit in law or equity commenced or prosecuted against one of the United States by citizens of another state or by citizens or subjects of any foreign state. Okay, what in the world did that mean? Yeah, I mean, they're too dumb to understand what you just said. Or... <laughs> I'm glad you said it. tired of listening to the boring words you were saying. Read it one more time. The judicial power of the United States shall not be construed to extend to any suit in law or equity commenced or prosecuted against one of the United States by citizens of another state or by citizens or subjects of any foreign state. All right, so is that saying that if that the judicial system is not going to help another country prosecute you? So this is trying to explain it in... Uh, King James Version, as Jamie likes to say it, or he did last week. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and I don't think the King or the King James would be the uh, new the version. NIV, the new yeah. international version. That's the one for dumb folks. Yeah, uh, the Eleventh Amendment. Here's here's what so that read it again. Let me. I was okay. I was for a third time. Did you? Well, I'm about to do, read that next. Would you like to read it again or read the No, I want you to read it again because I'm okay. so smart that I think I can decipher what you're saying. You were looking it up, weren't you? The judicial power of the United States shall not be construed to extend to any suit in law or equity commenced or prosecuted against one of the United States by citizens of another state or by citizens or subject of any foreign state. Now, that time I read it, I think I, I, I think picked I up on it. Okay, I think what they're saying is, like, Arkansas judicial system can't prosecute people from... Or they can't sue Tennessee. Yes. The 11th Amendment's a vital element of federal jurisdiction that goes to the very heart of the federal system and affects the allocation but of power. It also goes back to we used to be state-oriented, too. It may also be why, you know, you still have to extradite people to be yeah, charged. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I think that's what's really leaning towards so it prevents federal courts from construing their judicial power to allow states to be sued by citizens of another state or by foreign states or their citizens or subjects. The 11th Amendment was adopted in response to the Supreme Court's 1793 decision in Chisholm versus Georgia, in which the court allowed a suit by a citizens of South Carolina to proceed against the state of Georgia. The 11th Amendment resolved uncertainty over the reach of federal judicial power, which had arisen during the Constitution's ratification. So, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It says that the uh, federal government will not allow a person like here in Arkansas to sue Tennessee or someone in Tennessee without having representation, I guess, in the state of Tennessee. Hmm. Well, y'all have to you have to sue in the like if you're gonna sue somebody you have to sue in the state that the event occurred. Like if you fall down in a Walmart in Tennessee, then you need to go sue in the state of Tennessee, not in the state you're from if it's Arkansas. But isn't that falling in Walmart like hitting the lottery or something like that? I fell at Sitgo and jacked my knee up, I just got my truck left. Okay, do y'all wanna oh twelfth amendment's kinda long. Do you wanna go and hit the twelfth? I ain't scared of size what she said uh the 12th amendment has to do with election of president oh god yeah let's bring this one let's up. go the electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for president and vice president one of whom at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves they shall name in their ballots the person voted for president and in distinct ballots the person voted for vice president now this eventually changed they shall make distinct lists of all persons voted for president and all of all persons voted for as vice president the number of votes for each which, which list they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the united states direct to the president of the senate the president of the Senate shall, in the presence of the Senate and House of Representatives, open all the certificates, and the vote shall then be counted. So this is the electoral uh, vote, I guess? Yep. Uh, the well, I don't know that it is. The person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be the president, and such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed. Okay, this is the Electoral College. And if no person have votes for president... If no person have such majority, then from the persons having the highest number not exceeding three on the list of those voted for as president, the House of Representatives shall choose immediately by ballot the president. But in choosing the president, the vote shall be taken by the states. The representation from each state having one vote, a quorum for this purpose shall consist of a member or members from two-thirds of the states 
and a majority of all the states shall be necessary to a choice. And if the House uh, and a majority of states shall be necessary to a choice, and if the House of Representatives shall not choose a president whenever the right of choice shall devolve upon them before the fourth day of March next following, then the vice president shall act as president. And in case this is long, and in the case of the death or other constitutional disability of the president, the person having the greatest number of votes as vice president shall be. The vice president, if such number of majority of the whole number of electors I wish we appointed, still did that. if no person have a majority, then from the two highest numbers of the list, the Senate shall choose the vice president. A quorum for the purpose shall consist of two thirds of the whole number of senators. A majority of the whole number shall be necessary to a choice. I was going to say, I know that's long. And then I, I didn't realize if you were done, but they really put some thought into that. I wish we still did that. I wish we still elected the uh, vice president separately. Yep. And I think the reason they stopped, though, and we'll get into this later because they did write another where they're, they're on the same ticket, was they didn't want the vice president killing the president. <laughs> right? I mean. Um, Take him out. Now, I'm going to say this. So I was I was going to save this for later today. Yeah. Or later tonight, whatever. Uh, have you Are you familiar with, let me pull it up, make sure I got the right numbers. Are you familiar with, uh, Supreme Court docket twenty two three eighty. I looked it up the other day, and I, I is this a current? Or yeah, is this, this is current. Okay. So I looked it up the other day, and I thought it had been tossed, and the Supreme Court uh, refused to see it. Well, my brother, shout out West Warrenberry, my brother texted me today and said, "Hey, dude, are you up? Are you up on twenty two three eighty?" And I said, "I happen to be." Is it oddly enough? So apparently, it's still in going through Supreme Court, and they've uh, agreed to hear it in january and basically what it boils down to is two guys have filed a suit against the government the united states government yes and what their claim is when the accusations of improper elections are called there's supposed to be a 10-day discussion to try to root out potential fraud in the election so they're basically suing because that wasn't done correct they're correct because basically they're saying that wasn't done so it is can, this the Arizona thing? No, no, this is oh, this uh, United is outside States. Of this that. is okay. this is the 2020 election. And so, if the, I think if I'm understanding this right, if it if the Supreme Court rules in their favor, they can find every sitting senator, congressman guilty and remove them from office who was involved in the uh, uh you know, because they have to vote and approve the uh, electoral college. Yeah. Because they did not adhere to this 10-day thing. Yes, correct. Yeah, so if this pushes through, theoretically, we could lose 200 congressmen. And so this is not... senators. Why is this not in the media? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, It's uh, it's going to say this happened November 23rd, I think, was the date. And it's going to... uh, The Supreme Court's going to hear it January 21st. No, 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 the 23rd. I don't think it'll ever happen. No, I don't think so. I don't think you. Well, but the fact it's made it this far, though. Yeah, those are the fact Supreme Court's here. So theoretically, I mean, it could happen. It could, I guess. <clears throat> but so if they remove everybody who did not adhere to that, so Kamala Harris will be gone. She was a senator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of uh, California. So this is what my brother's bringing up, and he brings up a good point. Is this too much power for Supreme Court? Or is Supreme Court just exercising the the constitutional right that they have well i think though that that's exactly what the supreme court 
was supposed to be. Yeah, because I don't think they're. I don't. I personally don't think they're enforcing law. They're they're directing what the law should be, and we as a citizens will have to remove them from office. Yeah, the thing is, if they did find that in favor, I, there's no chance they would. But but if they did, you don't think Biden and the left would stack the court immediately following that to overturn it? Well, they could because there won't be nobody left. <laughs> I was gonna stack it. Yeah, but what would it take to enforce that? I don't know, yes. man. That's that's beyond normal. I just don't think possible thing. <laughs> well, it's it's not a. I'm not gonna say it's not possible. It is it is not typical. So, um, some additional news: uh, Elon Musk is no longer the richest man in the world. He has now moved down to fourth place. He, this terrible fella, poor guy's lost 180. He only has a net worth of 187, 187.1 billion dollars. He lost 7.4 billion on Monday alone. 7.4 billion. It was all based on Tesla shares dropping. I was gonna say something like you don't really lose money. I mean, we do. They don't. Yeah, seven, when you have that much, it's seven billion. Who, who cares? Yeah, it's seven billion really that much. If I had, if well, I think at one time what was it? He had forty billion or whatever, or four hundred was four hundred. If I had four hundred billion dollars and somebody said we're taking two hundred billion, I'd be like, ah, that sucks. Did you see the uh, TikTok I sent you about FTX? I was just about no, but I didn't see it. But that was the story I was headed to next. So FTX has been arrested. He has uh, he has been arrested and he's going to be. Uh, he got arrested right after saying. He was dude, I think that was I think that was a scam. Him get arrested though. Well, it may have been, but well, he got arrested right before he was forced to testify on uh, in front of the Senate because now he don't have to testify. It could be in a uh, close of uh, documents. Oh, that's interesting. Did you not see uh, all the stuff on Capitol Hill the last two days over him? Huh. So uh, Maxine Waters. Uh, she was uh, trying to cut the uh, testimony off, and uh, one of the Republicans kept saying, "Wait a second, I want to, I want to cross-examine him." And she stopped him and said, "You know, we appreciate you coming out here." And he said, "No, I want to cross-examine him." He got pretty heated. That's because her name's all over. Well, right. So, I, and I, I should know his name. Hell, I'll tell you his name in just a second. You know the old ball-headed guy from um, Hang Tight. His name is Kevin O'Leary. Oh yeah, from uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, from uh, so Kevin O'Leary testified Shark in Tank. front of Congress. Shark Tank. Yeah, Shark Tank. That's the name. So he testified in front of Congress about the FTX thing, and what he said was he called and talked to Sam, whatever his name, Bankman Freed, SBF. Yeah. He talked to him and said, "Where's our money at?" And basically, what he told him, the conversation, I'll, and I'll roll it up, make it quick, was a uh, CZ, which is a uh, CZ uh, from Binance. Binance. CZ yeah. guy from Binance. Yeah, yeah, Binance. So him and Binance, uh, FTX and Binance are competitors, but they're also quote-unquote buddies. I didn't take it that way, but okay. Well, they're frenemies or whatever you want to call it. So okay. Binance, CZ from Binance uh, bought up 20% of FTX. Yeah, he did. So it turns out that every time they'd try to make a deal, uh, CZ would drag his feet basically and not allow the paperwork to go through. So FTX started trying to pump money into it to buy back those twenty shares, twenty percent shares. Well, there's a little more to it. And yeah, I'm just dumbing it down. Well, for me. because he sees it. 
CZ also, um, right before he, he could smell the shark circling, mm-hmm. he dumped and took it well, off of his exchange all the FTT coins well, that he so had. That gets what I'm getting at. So after uh, uh, they kept dumping all this uh, private money into FTX to try to buy back the shares, then he sold. Actually, then he announced he was selling. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then it just, the market just dumps. Yeah, so very interesting. There's an update though. So there's a new CEO been assigned by the courts to oversee the Chapter 11 reorganization. His name is uh, John John J. Ray the Third. He actually oversaw Enron uh, with the infamous corporate fraud, fraud. And his statement so far is that the founder and former CEO made multiple misstatements about the company's financials. This is characterized as old-fashioned embezzlement. It's just taking money from customers and using it for your own purpose, Ray said. Not sophisticated at all. He said explaining that what might have been sophisticated about the scheme was hiding it in plain sight. So this is no different than uh, than uh, Madoff, right? I mean, this yeah, is a, yeah. a Ponzi scheme. Same thing with Bernie. Yeah. Well, did he ever invest into anything, actually, or did he just actually just take the money and go? So, so there's something in he was running to – and it's um, this is, I think, really what came to bite him the most is leverage trading. I've mm-hmm. actually tinkered in a little bit. And basically you allow someone to, say, buy $100,000 worth of, um, of of a crypto with $1,000. Well, you're going to get paid back, say, 105000 but they had the potential to make millions, right? Well, that works great when the market's going up, but when the market's going down, they lost and lost and lost and they couldn't cover. And I think that's initially what made to it. And then he probably would have been, if the market was still going up, he probably would have been able to cover this up for a few more years. But he had this Alameda research that had their hands into those deep pockets as well. Well, one thing for sure about old Sam Bankman Freed, he needed to look out for the, uh, for the nooses and things uh, magically appearing in his cell in the Bahamas. Well, I got a feeling he's going to suicide himself. Tends to happen, doesn't it? It does. It's amazing when I'm not even going to say left, right, nothing. It's amazing when you're tied in with powerful people, what happens to you. I wonder if he's in goblin mode in the jail cell. I bet he's, I bet he's in goblin. We were talking about the uh, word of the year. There is a color of the year. Uh Oh, what? Viva. You knew that you saw it already. Is it magenta? Yes, it's Viva Magenta. Oh, you guessed it. Okay, it's Viva Magenta is the color of the year. Are you totally bored with your wardrobe, Fortenberry? When the weather outside is frightful and multiple layers are essential, it's easy to get encouraged. Let me tell you what. Add a little magenta, Viva Magenta to your wardrobe. For the the patio listeners out there, I I struggle with colors. I'm slightly colorblind. Slightly? Slightly, yeah, slightly. I mean, I don't say black. I don't say gray. Uh, so like, gray color. So like, my morning routine is I lay the kids' clothes out the night before, so they'll have clothes. And when my wife gets up, because I leave so early, when she gets up, all she got to do is put clothes on them, or they'll dress herself, whatever. About on the two day, two out of the five days, I'll get a phone call that says, "What the hell did you lay these kids out to wear?" So like one day I had Mac, apparently uh, I didn't realize this, a green pair of pants, red socks, red shirt. She said, it looks like Christmas running around. I thought the pants are gray. I mean, in my defense, I thought they were gray. That explains a lot. 
That's the reason I don't wear. Well, I wear whatever I want to wear. I ain't worried about it. All right, let's do a few quick takes. And um, I know this. So, like, I have uh, temporarily given up drinking beer. I've 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 had six beers in the last probably three weeks, which y'all know for me is a that is a like a Christmas Christmas miracle. I know, but my problem is I drink I drink whiskey like I drink beer, and I <laughs> I, I like burning through this uh bourbon and uh, scotch. I, just, I can't pace myself. You're, try, you're trying to give your kidneys a short break. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm trying to give my belly a break, man. Uh, I mean, uh, most of my belly's for beer. So you're, you're drinking diet alcohol, basically. Well, they they say uh, bourbon and, and and all that's uh, better for you. A lot of beers, you know, some of those beers have two, three hundred calories. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like eating. I'm like eating four loaves of bread when I uh, hang. <laughs> you big hunger. Always big hunger. Uh, what well, else we, we got, got going on in the world? That Some the news articles. Well, let me tell you this. I saw this. And this is not a new article, but this came from my sister-in-law. Charlie, there's two Charlie Fortbears floating around this world. Now, what's the odds? <laughs> me and my brother both married Charlies. Charlie, my sister-in-law, Charlie, sent me and, a. I said, and they're both actually women. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister-in-law sent me a article about, and it was old. It, it was old. And I didn't realize that, but it's not, it's still a good article. The army has done a study looking into the efficiency of older old medicine. Basically the army's uh stint was or uh, opinion was why the hell do we keep buying uh, new medicine when they can still take this? Expired medicine. For exactly instead of taking expired medicine, trashing it and buying new medicine. So what yep. they found what they found out over fifteen years, you only lose about ten percent of the efficiency of the uh medicine. So what's the average uh shelf life of medication at the moment, do you know? Uh, probably a couple of years. Uh, no, uh, uh, probably a year. So you have a built in the pharmaceutical companies are greedy. Ah, yeah, there you go. And they have one of the largest lobbies in uh in Washington, right? It's yeah. pharmaceutical. So so uh, the uh, long and vainy of it is is that if you're gonna uh take medicine uh, let me say this: uh, the way they were, the way they were saying it, if it if it is uh, like heart medicine or something like that, try to use fresh medicine and don't uh, antibiotics and stuff like that. Uh, pain pills, it's fine, it's fine. Just use it, it uh, whatever it is. Use it. Don't care if it's old. We don't throw it out here. Oh, uh, dude, I do not throw nothing out. Oh, I'll use some medicine not, about ten years old. I'm, dude, like, has anybody ever had a buddy call them at uh, three in the morning and say? Dude, I got an abscess in my in my tooth. It's on the weekend. I need something to get me through. And it's whatever at that point. Dude, whatever. yeah. I, or a kidney stone, by A God. kidney stone. That's another good one. Ooh, yes. Wee. Sometimes you don't matter how old it is. All right. A couple of quick takes here. Gary uh, Gary actually just texted and said these Woodford and Waters are going down good. I don't know where he's at. Do you guys heard of Karen Bass? All right. She's the new mayor of Los Angeles. And on one of her first days as mayor, she has declared a state of emergency on homelessness in Los Angeles. Just a second. I'm going to say this, and it pisses me off. So a lot of the podcasts I listen to, now they've started saying instead of homelessness or homeless, they'll call them unhoused. And it <laughs> would you, would you prefer that we refer to them as the unhoused? No, they're homeless. So it's believed that Los Angeles alone has 40,000 people living on the streets. Damn. Uh, and they've, I mean, I can't imagine how bad it is. Out I mean, there, I was homeless once. It's a lot easier to be homeless somewhere where it's sunny and 70, you know, yeah. a majority of the year. 
ain't nobody, ain't nobody been homeless in South Dakota. <laughs> That's the way you solve homelessness. You'll be, yeah. You won't be homeless long. You'll be dead. Exactly. <laughs> you'll be lifeless. She's promised to use her connections within the Biden administration to troubleshoot problems like the need for federal housing vouchers. So she's basically made a pledge that she's going to house the unhoused, as Jamie says, and she's going to basically take or spend a whole lot of money to uh, to buy people places to live. I think in California for a little while, weren't they forcing people people hotel rooms? Yes. Yeah, they were. And uh, I think maybe that was San Francisco. And they weren't just <laughs> – there was one city, and I'd have to look it up, but they were requiring even the four- and five-star hotels, if they had open rooms after, like, yeah. 4 p.m., they would have to move the homeless in. Now, what does that do to the people? How many people are going to stay at us? You're already paying $400 a night, but if you just act homeless, they're going to bring you in for free. Look, Jamie, if you had been just sleeping on— I was homeless on, for six hours, and yeah. I pulled myself on my bootstraps. Found a job. And got back to it. And got back to it. All right, I'm gonna. This is probably. I may need to turn the video around. This is gonna make Jamie's head explode. Congress approves removing statue of Supreme Court Chief Justice who wrote the Dred Scott decision. Why? Because um, it, it and this is legislation. So this isn't like it's. This has made it all the way through Congress. It's now on Joe Biden's desk. Directs that Roger Taney statue be replaced with a bust or good marshal, the High Court's first black justice. Well, Why? I mean, I mean, I, I, I get it. It it was it was bad law. Yeah, but what happens if we continue to uh, try to hide and remove these things from our past? Did he do anything good? I never heard of the guy before. Roger I, I, Brooke Taney. I don't know either, but I'll say this, and God help me, I'm going to get on a, a tangent. Oh, here we go. So, uh, uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest. We yep. all know Nathan I, Bedford Forrest. Nathan Bedford Forrest is more than uh, a, whatever he was, the uh, whatever his name, nickname was, the Klan. That's more than what he was. He actually died yeah. as a civil rights activist. But what I do know yeah. is he was critical in uh, the first black Tennessee uh, representative being elected. He when uh, On his deathbed, he was a, a civil rights activist. Now, you know, Call it what you want. Uh, there was a different time. How much activism he did, I don't know. But they pretty much dug up the man's tombstone, got rid of it, and then renamed the. Uh, I've got another topic here. I'm just, I, I'm just gonna say it, and you'll probably be as shocked as I am, guys. Iran, you know, Iran, Iran. I don't know. It's Iran. Iran. It's, it's Iran. 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 I said it wrong too. It's Iran. Iran ousted from the UN Women's Rights Commission. Amid crackdown and executions. What? Uh, yeah, I want to read this again. Iran was ousted from the UN Women's Rights Commission mm-hmm. amid crackdown and executions. Yeah, y'all ain't seen where they, they've been killing people over there. Yeah, but just like they, the fact that they're on the freaking committee. Yeah, I know. Is is what yeah, blows my yeah. mind. What? Hell, uh, I totally is still on Twitter and Trump hey, ain't. So the, Let that sink in. So the U.S. and 28 other countries voted to expel Iran from the world body that promotes women's rights. You want to take a guess, the two that were among those that voted not to oust the country? Russia. That's one. Who's the other? China. China. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. Well, how did Harder questions, sir. Uh, feds have filed lawsuit against Arizona over a border wall made of shipping containers. Um, That's a great border wall. 
be they're saying that they built it illegally on federal land. Actually, this is what I envision building if we needed to for a zombie apocalypse. Was this shipping Absolutely, containers? Yeah, yeah, we're going, we're going. You uh, weld them up, maybe fill them with you dirt. Weld them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it ain't like uh, zombies are running uh, grinders. Fast ones from uh, what's look, the, look. If it's the fastest from uh, World War we're already done anyway. Me and you're toast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me and you're toast. We might as well just be zombies right now. Yeah, we'll just say, hey, I'm with y'all. Let me join the team. I'm on the team. Uh, uh, I'm on the team hey, zombie. Uh, That'd be the fastest I ever ran. the speed increase you guys would get. Yeah, dude, think of me and Tinker running that fast. We would be a – dude, we would bowling ball people. NFL. We'd be the NFL. Yeah, yeah we'd play both ways. <laughs> we'd be in the uh, NZL, National Zombie League, brother. The National Zombie League. Yeah. Uh. Imagine, imagine me 300 pounds running a four flat. There's already guys right. that do that. Let's say a three flat. <laughs> yeah. But they ain't biting folks. This is a pretty big one, though. Uh, the U.S. has now decided that they're going to send Patriot Missile Defense System to the Ukraine. What does that mean for the war? Well, right now they're, they're fighting back and forth with drones over there. Um, uh, so how can we... Being a prison swap, prisoner swap with Russia, while simultaneously sending uh, Patriot missiles to Ukraine. Make it make sense. I just want to make it make sense. Oh, because we gave them back a something they really wanted. Yeah, the, the, they gave we gave them something they wanted. They gave us something Biden wanted. All I know, all so I know is, all I know is, a man that that hates America. Traded a man that hates America to another man that hates America for a man that hates America. Wow, that's deep thought. That's deep. Can you say Brittany Griner's a man? Oh, did I say that out loud? I didn't mean to. You think Brittany Griner? Look, no. look. He's, all I'm saying, she's. All right, this is the last one. This is kind of a serious note, too. So, um, and actually, with all the illness we've had around here, U.S. hospitals are reporting a rise in strep A infections among kids. After 15 deaths in the UK, when have you heard of kids dying of strep? Damn, well, they're not they're not taking them to the doctor. Yeah, that's the only way. I mean, it's it seems kind of crazy. Yeah, How you die of strep. There's multiple versions, but this is a Group A strep infection, a what? severe and life threatening illness. Well, I mean, I'm sure it is, but if if you don't go to the doctor, everything's life threatening. Yeah, strep's one of those things that can really get out of control, but. Uh, let's go with with uh, Fortenberry here. What's the one of the last things you want people to know this Thursday morning? Um, I, well, my original statement was uh, stolen from it. Well, not stolen. I had to, the twenty two thirty uh, three eighty was what I was going to talk about originally. But you know what? Um, off the cuff, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bring up the pirate again. I know I had a, a quick discussion about him uh, yesterday. Yep. Uh, you know. We lost a a big name in coaching. He's been in multiple Power Five conferences. He's been in, I mean, he's coached at Oklahoma. I mean, great stories. Like, I didn't know this. Have you heard the story about the fake uh, playlist he left out? <laughs> they were, This is a beautiful story. They were getting ready to play. This one, he was an OC at uh, Oklahoma. They were getting ready to play. some sabotage. Yeah, they were getting ready to play uh, Texas. And he made a con- entire fake playlist, and he had one of his quarterbacks accidentally drop it by the Texas bench. 
Oh, that's classic. <laughs> that's genius. So the first, like, they go up like 17 to nothing. Like the a GA finds it, takes it to the defense coordinator for Texas. So he starts planning that this is the place he's yes. going to run and start the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's genius. Now, they, now, Oklahoma loses the game because Texas is rated way higher. They're a better team. Yeah. They went 17 nothing, though. And the defensive coordinator, I saw him in the interview, he said, finally I had to wad up this uh, playbook, throw it in the, the wastebasket. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, that's you know, great. that's a good story, though. You know, God bless the Pirate. I, I'm glad he went at Arkansas because I didn't want him as a coach, but. He will be missed. Uh, guys like him are few and far between. He's definitely leaving his mark all over the place. All right, DW, what's your final word for the evening? Well, I don't really know. I guess I'm going to play off what Jamie said. After I saw that happening to him, and there was somebody else died of like a heart attack recently. A younger guy. I can't remember who it, who it was. But I was thinking, uh, you know, as men, a lot of times we don't like to go do our little – annual health checks and this and that but I, it's probably about at that age in life now where i need to make it a point to start doing that a lot of things you catch early you're fine right I think many of them not having those checkups that that kill people young so yeah, i guess that's no my doubt. thought i need to start yeah um yeah, for me, uh, you know what? It's the season. This is the season where we all get busy. We all get, like, worried about the money we spend. It's not about the money we spend. It's about the people we're spending it with. Get out and spend. Find some time away from whatever got you stressed to re-energize. Because you know what? The new year, uh, you can say it's um, it's cliche or whatever, but the new year is a great time to make uh, a new effort to get out there. You know, I think we all uh, – want to lose weight, want to spend more time with family, do the important things, because it kind of goes along with what these two guys are talking about. You don't know how much time you got left. And do you want to, your kid to remember that uh, you was at work all the time rather than coming to their ball games or whatever? You know what? Work's going to be there. You can work it out with other people. Very I bet true. if you try, you can get something worked out. And with that, we're going to head out. Um, we got a busy couple weeks heading into Christmas. We're going to try to keep up our drops. It may be just a few of us at a time, but uh, get out and like us. Get out and find us. After the first of the year, we'll be coming at you high, coming out hard. My New Year's resolution is I want to gain weight. <laughs> you got yours Yeah, I want to go with something like that. I want to go with achievable goals. I bet you get I bet I, I bet you achieve that. Look, if I try to gain weight, I'll probably lose it because I'm, I'm such a loser, you know. So you're incapable. <laughs> you're incapable. Yeah, I, I cannot we'll keep my promises. We'll see Jamie next week. He'll be 135. <laughs> if I'm 135, I was, I was later in the legs. <laughs> later, guys. <laughs>